welcome to Brain Candy. I am Susie Meister, and we're talking today about lifestyles. What do you think, Sarah? This is interesting. I love this. I feel like there's so much we get to talk about cover. Yeah, we have a lot of fun things to cover, and we chose lifestyles because it's kind of a catch-all. Yeah. You know? And you're in luck this episode, which I think is number six. We're going to cold call Kenny Santucci. <laughs> cold calling Kenny. Cold calling Kenny. We're cold calling You might be Kenny. familiar with Kenneth, Kenneth P. Santucci. Is that his name? <laughs> you don't even know his middle name. You just made that up. I feel like Let's it's ask, Paul. Okay, you think Paul. I'm going to go with, okay, Kenneth <laughs> Michael no Santucci. Way. It's Paul. You think Paul... Mm-hmm. Or, or, okay, let me think. He's Italian, Italian. What are they all? Or Joseph. Kenneth, oh, Joseph, Santucci, or Michael. Okay, I'm going to go one of those. Okay. Say Paul. Well, okay. we'll ask him when we call call. I hope he answers. He, it, you might know <gasps> Kenny from the challenge and um, originally, what's that show? The one that we're... Fresh Meat. Fresh Meat. Oh, yeah, he yeah. was Fresh Meat. He was a fresh meater. You may know him from my crush on him on a ruins. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he doesn't do the shows anymore. He has a CrossFit gym, but don't you miss Kenny? I mean, if you're honest. Me? Yeah. I mean, I was talking to them. (laughs) Well, you look like you're waiting for an answer. I hope everybody at their podcast (laughs) at the radio was like, yes, yes, Susie, we do. (laughs) Kind of like Dora the Explorer. I kind of was just thinking about him. I was like daydreaming about Kenny. I love him deeply. Oh, he's so funny. And he is a genuine good person. Yeah. He's wonderful. And I know you guys are going to tweet to me about things about Kenny and be not nice. I will block each and every one of you. <laughs> okay, I'll no. retweet Kenny, it and laugh about it. Sarah won't block you or anyone else. No. Do you think we should call Kenny now or later? Later, because I first think we should discuss your lifestyle you have and my lifestyle that I have to talk about, and then we should get Kenny's take <laughs> on both of these lifestyles. That's a great idea. So he, tell me, you came up to me and said... Yeah, so it came up to me like you came waltzing up to me. It was like I have this article. (laughs) I read an article. People, many of you probably saw it on social media, and it was about these freaking weirdos who just have an affection for the Victorian era, which is reasonable, and they kind of uh, just enjoy like the aesthetic and the simpler way of life. And I get that, but what they did with that affection is. They decided to basically live the same way the Amish do in terms of they dress in Victorian garb. They, they're all, all of their That's furniture. Be expensive. Yeah. And they have to like, they said they slowly brought in all this stuff. Like first she got a corset and then she got a beautiful dress. Yeah. And then, you know, she got this vintage antique hairbrush. And, and the thing is, Okay, it's bad enough. I would hate to meet these people in real life because <laughs> they are insufferable. There is no way they have a sense of humor if they really think this is a good way to spend their time. But the worst part about it is that they have a freaking blog. So hairbrushes from the 21st century, not okay. Blogs, totally fair game. <laughs> It's kind of like when you go to uh, medieval times and you can't use fork and knife, but they ask you for Pepsi or Coke. That's exactly right. And now I cannot find this article. I will find it and post it um, when I post this uh, podcast. But I just cannot deal... Like, they 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 don't have a refrigerator. Oh, okay. (laughs) Too far. <laughs> Come on now. They have an ice box and, and also like whatever. So do they like not get their teeth cleaned or use toothpaste? Like how far do they, oh, what is she using for tampons? I bet you whatever that cloth crap is. You know, those like cotton linen, whatever. Oh, God forbid they procreate. That's going to be a <laughs> God. Can I you imagine a life? Like trying to live the Victorian age with that was uncomfortable in the Victorian age. <laughs> like, I, they, they were not happy people. I've got to find it. Okay, wait. It happened to me. I'm living like a Victorian era, like I'm in the Victorian era from corsets to washing bowls to writing with liquid ink. But I'm writing a blog on my computer. <laughs> Look, here's a picture of her. Like, 
oh, brunch or whatever. She's got to be dying. That, that looks so is absurd. And hot. They said the hardest part. What? Isn't living that lifestyle. It's dealing with the reactions of people. Well, no shit. Well, and don't you think people... <laughs> See, this is what, like the, the... Part of me thinks that the reaction is what they enjoy. I yeah. mean, when I first got a bunch of tattoos, I think I did it for the reaction of like, oh, she's badass. She's cool. edgy. She's super edgy. <clears throat> Meanwhile, I was not edgy at all. <laughs> I was like, did everybody turn in their homework? <laughs> <laughs> but you like the attention. I love the attention. Well, I mean, I got well, handed to them, though. They must be really okay. committed to attention. Uh, also, you know, and I can only relate this to myself, is I thought when I was getting all those tattoos, there was a part of me that I was, like, bigger at the time, so I didn't want to be labeled as Sarah the girl who was bigger. I wanted to be labeled as Sarah the girl who has tattoos. Like, that huh. was my identifier. So that makes me think, is there something that they are insecure about that... Because some, you know... Like, I think it's a lot of the reasons why people enjoy getting lost in cosplay. Like, that's mm-hmm. a big thing. Yeah. Where it's an escapism. Well, maybe you should try alcohol instead then. <laughs> <laughs> what you are doing is ridiculous. Oh, my God. Just yes. dig, get a glass of wine like the rest the laughter of us. On this mic. Like, your husband's going to be mad at me. <laughs> this is so funny. You're killing me here. But I mean, we. Sh- I would like to talk to them. <sighs> now, is there some sort of like sexual, you know, is it like a fetish? Not that I can tell. It's I more mean, like a lifestyle. Yeah, like. because even their whatever heating that they use, I guess it's a wood burning whatever. Yeah. But there's something. There's some sort of tray that you have to clean out at least twice a day in order for it. To, I mean, that's a lot of work to go through just if you. And how are they making money? Like, what do they do? Her blog. No. She's a writer. Like, okay, she's a writer. And because, so she writes books about her Victorian life. Oh. That's it. And there's a market for this, I guess. Yeah, because here's Are me they trying to, like, convert about, people to this Victorian That's lifestyle? a good question. Yeah, that... Oh, dang, that is a good question. Yeah, I don't know if they're, like, proselytizing this lifestyle, but... I saw a show... <clears throat> I don't know where I was. I was in another country, and it was on. It was, like, the only thing on television. And it was about a family who was living life exactly how it was in like 1960 something, but they were documenting it. They were filming it and how difficult it would be. And even the food, like the kind of food they ate, it had to be food that was available then and all this stuff. And a lot of it was the difficulty in getting fresh meats and fresh <laughs> pizza. all that kind of stuff and it's I like I just don't get it. And they they had a refrigerator. I don't know how these people are living without a fridge. I mean, your life is so good that you have to make it crappier. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what kind of privilege you have in this world when you're like, "How can this is a really nice life I have. How can I make it worse?" You are making it more inconvenient for yourself. Yeah. And, and like I feel like for what? I love when I find like a quote unquote life hack, you know, yeah. something that you could do with something else to make things easier. Like yeah. That's, I feel like the whole point of life, like that's like the game, like life is kind of a game and we're just trying to find the shortcuts to making it easier and making things better. And I think that's across the board, what we do in every single field. Yeah. I mean, Everything. I can't I think, think of anything we don't do that. That way. it's lovely to try something like that in order to then reflect and on ways. Yeah, what you have now. Sure. Yes, like that guy who lived thirty days. Uh, it was that show. He did the supersize me. Yeah. What Morgan Spurlock? Spurlock. Yeah. It's like that. So he lived for 30 days like that and then goes, whoa, that was crazy. Isn't it great? Yeah, like, but yeah, I learned this. these things. Yeah. These dopes are just... Chilling in Victoria there. And pretending and, like oh, it's normal. you want to go to... You can't even go to the pool. Yeah, you could in your weird Victorian bathing suit. <laughs> <laughs> the tan lines would be horrendous. But that's what always... I used to do a bit in my act about Amish people because I'm from Pittsburgh and so... There are Amish people around a lot. Susie was a stand-up comedian for those of you who don't know. Oh, yeah, briefly. Well, you know, periodically I would get up and try material and stuff. And I wasn't any good, but it's fun to try. But I did a bit in my act about Amish people because you do run into them a fair amount in Pittsburgh. And, it, like, 
One time, they were in front of me in line at the airport. (laughs) (laughs) Hopping on a plane. And not only is that unacceptable to me, but they stunk to high heaven because they don't use deodorant. So my argument is... (laughs) If you're going to go ahead and make the exception for flying through the air right. in a metal tube, <laughs> maybe you could spring for some Tom's deodorant or whatever. The natural stuff. Yeah. Because, and this is what remi- that reminds me of these Victorian oh. people because it's like you can't be, okay. be yeah, yeah, you can't be blogging about how you're so Victorian. Right. That doesn't make sense. The end. <sighs> The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. But I did have one other thing to say, and then we'll talk about your lifestyle. Because I thought, I saw this um, thing about the Victorian condom. So maybe those fine folks oh, are using this. No, these are two separate articles. You, you happen to find one article on people living in Victoria, and then like came across yeah. one on the Victorian condom. Well, the funny thing is I, I ripped this out of a magazine because it had stuff about cults in it. And then I just happened to see. That's amazing. Yeah. So prior to the 1820s, condoms enjoyed a long history, not so much as a contraceptive device, but as a means to prevent the transmission of disease. Um, And they were made out of sheep guts, and they were carefully soaked for a couple of hours um, to make them pliable. A ribbon was tied around the base to fasten them. A (laughs) ribbon! And once they had been used, they were carefully washed out, allowed to dry, and stored in a small box until they were wanted again. So... Maybe these fine folks are using these sheepskin condoms. I love the idea that there's like a bow and they're delicately <laughs> being placed in a box and washed. The Victorian era did have some charm. Well, it really did. <laughs> because, you know, every sexual encounter that I've had with a condom was like, <laughs> not it wasn't that so romantic. elegant. <laughs> a lot of just chucking in the trash can and yeah and the rubber the fabric of the modern condom while more effective is not as lovely rubber is just not as beautiful as like a sheep's ball or whatever (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh people have sex in weird ways that's well that's for sure yeah that leads us to your lifestyle (laughs) well i a lot of you listeners said you enjoyed our Funny acronyms or interesting acronyms. Yeah. Isn't it an acronym? That's the right word? Yeah. It is. So I have one for you, Suze, that I <laughs> just came across. Okay. That's called, that it's OS's. Spell it. If you're O period S period. Oh. <laughs> so like these people are OS's or they belong to it. What is it? OS's. OS's. OS stands for object sexuals. Oh, boy. Like, there's a group of them now. They've, like, organized, and now they have... They have a a union. Well, because the original... And these are people who find themselves attracted to inanimate objects. And apparently this... this Object? What is it? Object sexuals. And the real clinical term for it is objectophilia. Okay. And, yeah, it's a form of sexuality... That I guess has been traced back. I mean, people say that the Hunchback of Notre Dame was an objectophilia. Why would they say that about because him? Because as if he couldn't catch anything. It says Quasimodo loved the bells, caressed them, talked to them, and understood them. From the steeple of the transept to the grand bell over the doorway, they all shared his love. That's like a quote from 
a passage that appears, they say appears OS in nature. (laughs) (laughs) So I like get fascinated with this kind of stuff and, um, have watched those shows like taboo on, and people live these lives where they are like, there was one woman I saw on this documentary who was an Olympic uh, bow and arrow, like sharpshooter, archery, archer, 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 archer. Yeah, yeah. Olympic winner of medals, and she was in love with her bow. Come on. And the funniest part was that she started losing when she and the bow <laughs> experienced some troubles <laughs> in their relationship. I love. I swear. And she was like, I was cheating on it. I was using other bows that I was more attracted to. And she like had guilt about, I love your face. Susie looks like I just told her that. I don't know. know, I am not literally dying right now. I mean, I cannot believe this is true. I, I promise that people really like, so this article that I'm looking at right now, that makes me so happy. Um, and you know what, this, this is the odd part about it is that the majority of these people who are specifically object sexuals are women. That's so weird. yeah, so that makes, that makes me wonder, you know, it's like the, did they have an experience that led them to feel unsafe with a person Yeah, or were they somehow like sexualized at a certain like or was there like okay so this woman had there's one woman named amy wolf who and okay these people are in articles so i'm not just like calling I'm, out some I'm, lady this is my favorite segment we've ever done really this is so great okay this woman has an intense relationship with a roller coaster Yes, I saw this. Okay, so you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, but here's what I want. She's from Pennsylvania. Yeah, we have a lot of coaster enthusiasts. Listen. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, wait. I want to clarify something. Yeah. What is the difference between these people that seem to actually be in love and have affection for inanimate objects versus ones that are sexualizing them? Because it seems like they're different. What do you mean? Like they have, they care versus sexualizing it, like using it as physically, physically. I think they, okay. Maybe they fantasize about it. Yeah. I think they do. I think they fantasize. They probably do some sort of, I mean, maybe they like rub up against it or something. There's another (laughs) woman who is in love with the Eiffel or the Statue of Liberty. I read about this and also the Eiffel Tower. And I think that that person actually somehow married the Eiffel Tower. What in the world is happening? (laughs) God, it's so great. I love that people are like really up in arms about gay marriage, but we're like, okay, with somebody marrying the Statue of Liberty. I don't see any religious groups protesting at the union of but maybe that's what they're scared of, you know, when they do the slippery slope argument. Yeah, yeah. That's the thing they're scared of. But it's our yeah, Right. Like these people totally exist in there. And so one woman says that it's she's attracted to the different shapes and geometric lines. Yeah. And so maybe there is some sort of something in because have you ever looked at a piece of art and it seems like soothing or you hear a piece of music, music for sure. and it feels soothing? <clears throat> so maybe they somehow experience heightened the same pleasure. Brain, yeah, whatever. like a, a burst of serotonin and dopamine or something like that when they view... <laughs> it's freaking You just weird. do that thing you hate where like you don't finish your <laughs> I know, I do it all the time. Because I'm I just, in my head, I'm going, there's no, I'm trying to <laughs> rationalize this. And then, well, know. let me ask you this. Like, Damn. do you mind that, that people, do you think they should get help? Or do you think that, well, what's the harm? <sighs> well, it's again, it's like an ex- an escapism thing. You know, if you... If you have any sort of inner turmoil, I think it's per person. You know, if, if they're if they're feeling of inadequacy or something that that this all stemmed from, then mm-hmm. I think that I think the only person who really knows is the person experiencing it. If they're able to put their head on their pillow at night and say like everything is 
wonderful and they don't experience any like feelings of I don't know depress- <laughs> if they get <laughs> I'm serious if they get everything they need from their good old well, bow staff you know I've seen a few of these segments and everything but I've never seen one of them like at their job <laughs> you know they never seem to have employment <laughs> It's just... Do any of them have, like, normal jobs, like a banker, but then he goes home well, and Fs his TV or whatever? Oh, my God! <laughs> or his frying well, pan. Well, I think it's the same. Do you ever watch the show Hoarders? Yeah. Yeah, well, those people are often, like, teachers. Yeah, or that's jobs, true. Like, you know, and you they never know. And then there was, like, one where a woman was, you know, taking all of her showers at the gym and, like... <laughs> Than going to her job at probably the bank or something. Do you like think that. these people, in particular, the ones you're talking about, are the OSs, um, the, the object sexual? Yeah. Do you think that they're mentally ill? Is it fair to to say that this is a mental illness? Dang, I don't know. Yeah, I that I have no. What do you think? I don't know. I do, but I that gets I blurry think it's to me. Non-normative sexuality. Okay, that's what we'll call it. I think that is a classification. I think a lot of there are a lot of people who fall into that category or more than we're aware of. Yeah, I think that's for sure. Sexuality. All right. Well, this is hilarious. Um, is there anything else you want to add about it before we cold call Kenny? Oh my God, we're going <laughs> to ask him about this. This is fantastic. I pray. Here's the thing. Kenny does not know we're calling. Right. That's why it's a cold call. Right. He might not answer. Please let him answer. Okay. We're going to have to just binge call him. I can meet us to answer your call. We have to try with my phone. Well, we'll at minimum leave him a message, yeah. but I, he usually picks up when I call. He'll yeah. be like, Hey baby, what are you doing? Yeah. Like please, he's, please, and please. I'm just thinking, don't you have a, like, I never answer my me phone. Me neither. Unless it's you, Suze. I, I do it. answer your calls, yeah. but okay. Let me find his number. Tell us what you enjoy about him while I look. Well, you know, you said it best, like, Kenny's the kind of person who acts like an asshole, but in real life is, like, the nicest person ever. And I think sometimes he says a lot of things that I'm thinking, yeah. but I just don't want to say, and he has the guts to say it, and that cracks me up. And I love when people are more, what's the word, Bra- brash, brash, brash? Yeah, brash. Brash. Go call Kenny. Go call Kenny. <laughs> Poor Kenny. I'm so excited. I know. You better Nervous. Answer. It's a lot of pressure. Susan. Kenneth. <laughs> I'm so sorry we've been missing you. What the fuck's been going on? <laughs> you are currently with me and Sarah on the Brain Candy Podcast. Welcome to our show. We're recording, but it's not live. Wait, what? what's the podcast called? Our show is called the Brain Candy Podcast. I can't believe you're not a subscriber. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I'm going to be now. Thank I've you. Just, I've just been getting into podcasts like really heavy lately. I started listening to these two chicks, which I thought would help you guys out a lot. Are they um, guys that used to fuck? Oh, we talk about yeah. them. Yeah, good. We're very similar to them. Yeah, they're actually pretty good. I'm listening All to right. them. They are. We don't have as much sex problem. No, we don't have as many people that we've done that with, but we do have some well, questions yeah, for you. You're, you guys are the opposite side of the spectrum. You're not like outwardly slutty. You're just, you know, married women, not much going on, housewife type shit. You're more into taking care of kids out and arts and crafts. <laughs> yeah, that pretty much sums us up. All right, we have questions for you about some of the things we're talking about today on the episode. Have you ever heard of these people that, um, like, fall in love with inanimate objects like they fall in love with like the eiffel tower and they want to have sex with it i mean yeah i've seen fucking people do weird shit a million times i mean the internet's a lovely place for shit like that what do you think about that have you ever had an object that Um, you've even cared i mean i can't even think of anything that i've even been attracted to let alone have an intimate relationship with what would you choose they really have do they really have relationships with them? I mean, how do you go up to a fucking building and just, like, start grinding? Like, you poke <laughs> a little hole in it? I don't know. I think a lot of these people are just fucking weirdos. I mean... Well, okay, so the, I'm looking at their... I'm looking at their website, and the, rep, the website says, virtually everyone and everything can be loved. Love does not have any rules that 
requisite to whom or to what we express this multifaceted emotion as long as it causes no violation or harm to the subject. It's beautiful. However, if we could <laughs> stories back far enough, we could always revert back to the idea of this kid was probably stuck in a locker. Girl or guy didn't have enough attention. Why are you falling in love with shit that, like, you know, doesn't really need to be loved? Yeah. You know, yes, we all admire these things. It's like, oh my god, I fell in love with like my horseshoe. It's like, oh okay. You know, that's a good point that you said that those things don't love you back. Kind of said that. So, like, what's the what the heck is the point? And it feels like false love. Yes. Can you really love something that can't love you back? Oh, that's oh, really deep. I think good. a lot of girls who are in love with you probably <laughs> ask themselves the same thing. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> I said, I'm sure a bunch of girls who are in love with you asked themselves the same thing. Can I that's really good, love this man point. who will never love me back? Yeah, how do you handle it with all these ladies that, you know, are on Team Beautiful and they love you, but you can't love them all back? Um, there's a little place in my heart for all of them. <laughs> there's enough for you to go around. Yeah. Well, you know what it is, listen. Um, you have to appreciate uh, a certain category or a certain group of people um, to continuously hang out with them. It's like, I understand a guy who's got more of like, you know, an Asian fetish. More so than the guy who likes sleeping with fucking inanimate objects. Yeah. It's like, oh, he's got a category. It's like, clearly there's something attractive On about the other hand, even though they can't love you back, they also can't reject you. Oh, truth. That's right? Point so if you've been That's stuffed a in a locker point. a lot, then maybe you need mm. to feel like there's no chance that the Eiffel Tower is going to dump me. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. We're really making headway here. <laughs> you can fall in love with the, the door of that locker because that's the only way you're getting the fuck out. Yeah. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Kenneth, what do you have to say to your fans? Because people are always asking us about you. They want to know what you're doing. Um... I don't know. You should ask fucking everybody else who knows, who knows why I'm not there. Oh. Um, but I, I'm doing a hundred other things uh, that I, I, I do enjoy. Uh, I'm here, there, and everywhere else. Yeah, um, what Kenny's referring to is he doesn't do challenges anymore because he's been blacklisted due to false allegations yeah. that were leveled yeah. against him that we, Sarah and I, agree were ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And we love Kenneth. And he would never do such a uh, thing. True. Uh, yeah, but he cannot comment that, on I, that. I, I, yeah, I'm not allowed to fucking say yeah. anything. Um, also, on that topic, um, yeah. I don't even think I'd want to go back right now. I'm You're actually kind of glad <clears throat> that Why? it's not even an option anymore. Um, because it's like miserable. Like every time I talk to Johnny, he gets back. I'm like, fuck, how do you keep doing that? Yeah. Plus, you know, you got, I mean, listen, you guys can speak for experience as well it kind of you kind of put your life on hold every time you go away mm-hmm. you know it's like here's six weeks out of your life seven weeks out of your life i mean they just keep getting longer they yeah keep giving you less shit That's less so money yeah you know less food less uh you know everything basic rights so, and needs yeah it's very disruptive yeah so and then it's like look at the people you surround yourself with i mean look at the what happened to, you know, look what happened to me. It's like, do I really want to be around people like that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. True. Yeah, it's risky business. Yeah. I'm over it, but I'm always having to keep Sarah yeah. in check because she's always tempted just like Johnny. Yeah, it's like, I, I don't know. I don't, not for me. 
uh, it was fun. It was a good time. And it was, I think it was, it's almost like I compare it to, to 80s metal music. During the heyday of 80s metal music, you're like, oh, man, this shit is fucking great. We're going to fucking <laughs> Motley Crue tonight. We're going to see Kiss, and it's great. Now it's like, you know, you go to a Motley Crue concert now in 2015, you're like, what's missing? Uh, timing. Timing's just a little off. Talent, right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So, like, you go to a challenge right now, and you're like, God, like, Everybody's a little older, not as cool as they used to be. You know, the music's just not as loud as it used to be. It's just everything. Like, the the generation that it did it kind of outgrew it. Yeah. You've really and gotten wise in your old age. Sure are. What Dang. happened to you? Yeah. Well, that's what I'm here for. Is well, that why you called me? Man, this should be a regular. Uh, we are yeah. so glad we cold called you. Thanks for answering. No, no problem. And then no, but that's what I think. That's what it is. It's like we're we're still force feeding like two thousand early two thousands television to a new generation. Mm. All these kids are like, why the fuck are we watching thirty five year olds? <laughs> but they can't stop. They keep stuff. watching. Yeah, I don't know because I don't think the show. Does, I mean, do you think it does as well as it used to? They got I don't a bunch know. of uh, like if you look at the cast. I mean, I haven't seen it, but like from what Johnny tells me, he's like, oh, this kid and that guy. I'm like, who the fuck are these? Yeah, and they get they keep just pulling people from these new shows. Who, when you know, you think of the the origin of the show, and you think of the original cast, it's like pe- they were normal people at jobs and stuff. And then you had the uh, the Vegas generation of like the you know they were the first generation of like let's get fucked up and crazy mm-hmm. and bang each other in hot tubs and stuff. And now it's just like who the fuck is everyone? Yeah, I don't even know anybody there. Like, when I got people call me up and be like, hey, man, I'm on the show now. And I'm like, I don't know who you are, but you're on the <laughs> show. Me you're on a show. <laughs> I was a part of the camp. I don't even know who you are. Yeah. Yeah. The market um, is saturated with reality stars. Mm-hmm. And exactly. And I think another thing that as a, as a society we've come so far, it's like now I listen to more podcasts and more uh, like Internet television than I do real television. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're now, very so many more modern, outlets. postmodern. Yeah, you change yeah. the times. Change yeah, the times, you change man. the times. You got it. And, you know, I think if, I think if you're still watching Real World, you're a little fucking behind the times. Hold on a minute. The Victorian one. Oh. <laughs> the condom? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sarah wants me to... <laughs> Wait, oh, I don't have it with me. Okay. Um, I put that paper down. Okay, so there's apparently there's these people that are living as if they're in the Victorian times. Anyway, when What's they that? have sex, they have to use, I guess, this. What is it? The. Okay, now these are people who are living today. <laughs> they're like, let's preface it. These are like normal people well, who decided to give up all of their, like, all of the conveniences of the 21st century and live like they're in Victorian times and included in that is how they wash their clothes and also how they have sex and so they use a condom but it's like a sheep's intestine that's been or like a lamb intestine I guess it's the same thing that's been tied off and there's like a little bow on the end and they it's like reusable so you use it and then you take it out and wash it out and then you like keep it in a little box would you ever do that? I mean, listen, like we said before, I mean, these people just go to fucking extremes for no reason. And I, I think that that would make the bedroom situation a lot more uncomfortable. That is I'm true. Whipped out a fucking intestines and they're like, here, try this. <laughs> um, yeah, guys don't even like using regular condoms, I, let alone those kinds. Listen, I, I don't think the, the entire idea is too bizarre for the simple fact that, like, the things I hate about the world is technology and oh. everything that goes on right now, like phones and internet and all this bullshit. And I'm like, God, I would hate to be a kid right now. I was talking to my cousin and I have a nephew who's 14. He's just starting high school. Yeah. And I'm like, every, they all have phones and they all have like dating apps and they're meeting girls online. And you're like, I don't know, maybe I'm old school and I just think it's like, you know, too much these days, but I wish there was a fucking zombie apocalypse to blast us all back to 
reality. <laughs> so you like the idea that maybe we need to be living in simpler times. Yeah, I would love to live in a more simple time. Like I, every morning I wake up and I hate technology. I'm like, if I don't answer emails, I'm in trouble. If I don't answer yeah. text messages, I'm in trouble. Mm-hmm. I and hate it's that like too. too much. It's like we're too available. Yeah, I agree. Like, it's like a never, leash. And yeah, we all, we all like, there's this assumption that everybody is available at all times. Like, no. Yeah. What if I have, sh- what if I want to do something with people that I'm, I'm with today and mm-hmm. I don't want to talk to you? Yeah. It's, no, and, there, and there's times where it's like, well, we called you and we let you know and we sent you an email and it's like, well, fuck, maybe I don't check all my goddamn emails. Sometimes I just delete shit because I don't want to even read <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> Wow. Oh, gosh, Kitty. You know? You never disappoint. No, you don't. And you're truly insightful. I love you, Kenneth. I love you, two ladies. We'll oh, talk to you soon. We'll be calling job. you again. We're definitely calling you again. Topics. Hey, hey. You what? two are the only women on the planet who could clear my name. I see. That's true. Want. That's right. Well, we're going to keep uh, praising your name. and We're on Team Beautiful for, Forever. Forever. When when people when people bring it up, you should be like, here, here's the real story. I try. I spread the word. I do. Yeah. But you know what? People prefer to believe really horrible things. Oh, I know. Not just about you, just in general. People love the fucking hard way. Yeah, people love gossip and like scandal, and they don't want to hear the truth. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like I mean, here, here, here's as black and white as examples you could get. There's a show called Scandal. There's never a show called, hey, here's some good news. <laughs> I wish that when I have a television show, it's going to be called, hey, here's some good news. Sarah presents good news. Yeah. We should have that here's on this show. Positive, here's Just some a positive good news shit that might help your day out. Yeah. No. Oh, yeah. I'd rather watch yeah. Scandal, Empire. <laughs> Drug lords, anything I can fucking really stink my teeth into about fucking disarraying the world. <clears throat> well, we're trying to fight against that with the Brain Candy Podcast. We're just bringing a little light into the world when we're not talking about suicide. Yeah, I, I think you guys are care. I think you guys are covering some major topics here, like uh, guys who like wearing sheepskin. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I've heard enough okay, out of you. Have right. a good day, Kenneth. Take care, lady. Bye, bye. Wow. Oh, he's such a great guy. What a I mean, I didn't expect him to be so insightful. Uh, he that see that's what people don't know about Kenny is yeah, that there's more to him. There's way more to just him. dimples. I know. <laughs> he's he's a good dude. I you do just like give to tell chance. people that, you know, basically this this story cuz people want to know where he went, why he's not on there and right, they right. can easily find out via Google and but um I tell them what really happened and I just love Kenny. I just love him. He's the best. Mm -hmm. And he's hilarious. Mm -hmm. And for real, he is the same on camera, off camera. Oh, yes. I mean, that kid, he never stops. No, he's himself. Hey, this is Doug Gottlieb. I I have my own brand new podcast. It's called Dug In, and you can listen to it on play.it slash Dug In. Great interviews, unique commentary. Love if you join me. That's Dug In. Search on iTunes or play.it slash Dug In. You're listening to the Brain Candy Podcast with Susie Meister and Sarah Rice. Back to the podcast, people. What else should we talk about? Well, I mean, it's kind of not in the category. Well, okay. I choose a lifestyle <laughs> filled with games, activities, and trivia. Okay. And a lot of my life used to be trivia hosting. I used to do that. Oh, Host yeah. Trivia night. Trivia yeah. game. I did that uh, like three nights a week. Right. And I miss it. <laughs> I miss asking people. My lifestyle has changed so much since I've gotten married. Okay. And I'd like to get back to I my see where this is going. Of trivia <laughs> questioning. All right, let's do it. So with that, Susie Meister, Butler. I'm scared. But you shouldn't be. They're easy. Here's what you did, though. Last night, it's like midnight. It wasn't midnight. It was like 8 (laughs) o'clock. I get a text from Sarah. I'm out, so I didn't even see it till later. So you're out. See, it wasn't midnight. Right. 
Because there's no way. It I was at seven thirteen. But I didn't get it then. Okay. I didn't get it then. Okay. And you <laughs> You're like, hey, we should do trivia tomorrow. Um, let's just come up with like a bunch of questions for each other. And I'm like, okay. But then I started thinking, I'm tired. And I'm going to yeah, go to bed right now. That makes sense. So I don't have questions ready. But then I got scared because I feel like you're going to ask me really tough stuff that no. I should know. No. You can't Google it. No, no. Oh, I won't. Okay. I was going to look up questions for you. Oh, you could totally do that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, that's I'm fine. Not- this is... Okay. So I'm going to ask you some questions. This all... I got this idea because yesterday I was watching football with my husband it's so weird that you do that. Well, because now I play in a fantasy football league. Oh, God. And I am two weeks undefeated, suckers. <laughs> what, what? Are yep. you really? My team name is the Serial Killers. <laughs> you like S-A-R-A-H-E-L Killers. Oh, I love boy, it. I'm totally kicking all these guys' butts. And do you enjoy American football? Is it something you enjoy? Yeah, I, I do. Well, I like, I like it when there's the possibility of me winning. So yeah, I care less just about like the competing. teams. I just like the competition. Right. Uh, okay, so this piece of trivia came up. What is the most commonly broken bone in the human body? Hmm. And my husband just knew this because somebody oh, really? in a big football game, a very important player, broke this particular bone in a game yesterday. And my husband was like, that's the most commonly broken bone. And I was like, you're an idiot. No, it's you're- not. <laughs> So I looked at oh my and then gosh. he was like, haha, told you so. Well, I do not know, so I can guess. Yeah. Um, oof, most commonly broken I'll bone. give you a hint. It's not your fingers, because that's what I thought it was. Your I fingers or toes. It's not that. Huh. And it's a bone. Yeah. I mean, I guess your arm? Well, you're close. It's your clavicle. What is that? What is that? You're going to be I mean, I hear people talk it's, about it. It's your collarbone. <laughs> Well, I hear people talk about it, and I know it's in this region, but what is This guy right here. Why don't you call it a collarbone, Because the anatomical term for it is clavicle. Oh, so like if someone hurt their knee, you'd say their patella? Well, (laughs) I wouldn't, but the doctor (laughs) would. But no, I hear it a lot, so I feel like it's more than just a collarbone. No, it's just, that's it. Just this guy. And because it's... You're going to be horrible. It's true. Okay, so that leads me to my next question. Wait a minute. I got to think about that. It's your clavicle. Yeah. Why? Why would that be the most commonly broken because bone? Because it doesn't have any like muscles around it supporting it, things like that. And if you hurt, yeah. if you fall with outstretched arms, it's what breaks. So if you I land on thought, your shoulder, actually, no. if you like a rib, you think? yeah, rib. Yeah, but I think that's it's it's bone specific, and because you have so yeah. many bones, yeah. like that's what I think. Maybe with if we combined, too. yeah, that particular uh, part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this brings me to the next oh, question. God. How many bones are in the human body? Come on! I knew this one off the top of my head! No idea. Mm, yeah, I was too busy, you know, getting a doctorate in <laughs> something that is not the human body. Uh, okay, let me guess. <laughs> the best part is that it's different than the number we're born with. So that I thought was fascinating. How many bones do you have as an adult? I am learning so is much. different than how many you're born with. That's why you could like throw around. Do men have one fewer? You know how people say they have one fewer rib, you know, because God took oh, a rib, you know? No, that, no. If anything, I would think they've got an extra bone, but I think I don't think the penis is considered a bone. <laughs> no, I no, because like God, you know, in the right. allegory of... Took a rib and yeah. made a woman, and yes. no, they're not all walking around with a missing rib. I we would have to ask some questions if that were the case. <laughs> well, yeah, but we, I thought that if that were true... I'll give you a range. Oh. I would guess 275 to 315. You're really close. Okay. There are 270 when you're born. Okay. At birth. And then a lot of them fuse together. And now you have 206. Wait, you have fewer? Yes, because they fuse together. So when you're a little kid, you can't, you don't break bones as much because a lot of them are just kind of floating around in there. And, and then you they knew fuse together. off the top of your head 270. 206. Two, I know. 206. Yeah. Um, this is totally fascinating. What is the longest bone in the human body and also the strongest? Is it the femur? Yes! Okay, good. (laughs) My little brother broke it when he was five years old on the first day (sighs) of summer when he left kindergarten. Oh, that's horrible. He was in a body cast for three months in one of the hottest summers we ever had. It was miserable for him. Poor Sarah. All right, 
Okay. So, brings me to my next question. Why are they all about the body? Well, they're going to get not about the body <laughs> in a little bit. If I want, they're leading questions. Okay. Uh, so, this isn't about broken bones, but it's about missing parts. What is the first recorded culture, we'll say, to use prosthetics? Gotta be the Germans. <laughs> Older. Oh, like Aztecs or something. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's not the Aztecs. At 3,000 years BC, it was the the Egyptians who had prosthetic toes. That was the first prosthetic. Oh, God. I never would have guessed that they were doing that crap back then. Isn't that crazy? There's actual drawings of prosthetic toes, and you were able to walk much better in those little Jesus flip-flops if you had uh, all (sighs) ten toes. Uh, Wait, what did they use? What was the... I don't I don't know. I didn't oh, even get okay. that far into my research. But speaking of B.C. and A.D., <laughs> what do B.C. and A.D. stand for? What are they short for? You mean now, though? I mean their original... Oh, well, one is Anno Domini, right? Correct. Yeah. Most people don't know that. That's well, AD. I mean, this I actually should know. But we don't, we're not allowed to use those anymore in academia. Really? It's, no. Because they're religious um, right. designations. So what do they call it? Uh, BC stands for, it's BCE, before the common era, and then wow. CE is the common era. Cool. BC though, that's another, is it Christo something? It's, it's just before Christ. And I thought yeah, that but, was interesting. But there should be a Latin one. I thought so too. And so I looked it up oh. and it just said that I was trying to stump my husband on this question because he was like, I know what it is. It's busy and maybe. What did he say? The exact same answer you did. Anno, Anno Domini. Domini. But some people say because some people say before Christ and after uh, death. I know that's incorrect. That's the wrong part. But the before Christ, I would think there would be a Latin. I would too. Weird. Yeah, me too. I thought but, so too. Yeah, don't use those people. So here's another one. How about AC and DC? <laughs> the band. No, what AC and DC are short for what? The oh. actual terms. What are the actual terms? What? I don't know. Uh-uh, I oh, only know she the thought for, for sure you would know this one. Yeah, I've never heard of this. It has to do with electricity. No. Alternating current and direct current. No. Yeah. And only then AC and DC is like a plug. Get that, out like, of here. Yeah, they're like My audio. husband's going to be so mad I didn't Oh, know. your husband's <laughs> a sound guy and you're like, oh, the band. Well, that brings me to my next Wait question. Wait a minute. Why would I know that? Why wouldn't you know that? Every, AC, when am I plugging crap and direct in? current? I am not an electrician. <laughs> These are just common things. Is it common knowledge? I thought so. Okay. But since you seem to be so well versed <laughs> in the band, name <laughs> any one member of ACDC. All right. All right. Let me think. <laughs> the one who dresses up in a schoolboy uniform <clears throat> was the easiest for me to get. Oh, yeah. Angus Young. Yes. Okay, thanks. Susie. Yeah. Okay, got it. Crushing it. Yeah. I did not crush it, and you are the worst trivia person because no, you these are make all, people feel stupid. I they don't get are, it. What? You're like, what? Oh, That's oh, so easy. Yeah, I, did that. <laughs> I absolutely. I was horrible as a trivia host because I would just be like, you morons. <laughs> and then I'd call people out. When I they do got enjoy, on. though, like trivia that people really should know, like ACDC that I had no clue. Yeah. How do you not know that? Mm-hmm. Because it's, I think it's handy, though, to learn, like, wow, I never came across this in my life. <sighs> never. Well, and I never even thought to ask, like, what are they talking about, this band? Why are they called that? Oh, you that's know? interesting. Well, this is just a piece of, it's more of a fun fact that mm-hmm. I found while looking up trivia. Okay. Because I don't really, well, maybe you know the answer. Since you're a new California resident. Yeah. Where is California's number one tourist attraction? Um, number one. Yeah. Is it Disneyland? I thought so too, but this is shocking. And as a wine Wait. lover, you shouldn't what enjoy this. That Napa Valley, oh good, just surpassed Disneyland with five point five million visitors. Wow, five point five million that, visitors. See, in to Napa. me, that's disingenuous because you're including an entire valley. Yeah, well, <laughs> it's not just one place where people go. Like 
the Hollywood Man's Chinese Theater is right. one place. The Valley includes like that would so be like many saying different L.A. Yeah, right. Maybe that's not fair, but but, but still, Napa Valley is Napa Valley is is not that big. It's like a one that's true. one lane highway to yeah. get up there, and, that, and you go there a lot. Huh? Like, I go there a lot because my husband's in the wine biz. Yeah, but I've only been there once, and it is majestic the funniest thing about napa <laughs> well my favorite part i have many favorite parts not just the free wine yeah everywhere but driving along the road and watching people puking outside of limos because everybody's drunk <laughs> for real when you go there during certain like i yeah, see like it busy time. all the time where they'll be like a bachelorette party just hurling their guts out on the side of the road where the limo driver had to pull over because somebody's puking and thank goodness they're not driving so that's what we're all thrilled about but oh <laughs> i mean i even have a friend who went up to napa and threw up all over a taxi driver's cab oh and the poor i mean they must just be like the, the upholstery people in napa just be fucking cleaning up What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Just as an aside, my dad used to be a limo driver. Really? Yeah. And obviously has a lot of stories similar to the ones you're sharing right now. (laughs) (laughs) But he got so into it and he loved doing it that he, first of all, when he was a kid, he gave himself a tattoo. Did I ever tell you about it? No! (laughs) What? And it said his own name. Which is hilarious because he puts their own name on. (laughs) Please return to (laughs) his name is Paul, and it the U isn't well done, and it just looks like because he's doing it himself. It just looks like P A L L L. (laughs) So ever since like I was pretty young, I've called him Pal, and (laughs) your life is like a like a sitcom. (laughs) Like these things. But then he has always been very embarrassed of this horrible tattoo, of course, and decided he was going to remedy that problem by giving himself no no by getting okay sorry by getting a new tattoo of. A limousine over no. <laughs> yes and nothing says class like a tattoo of a limo on your arm and he said if he works out it'll be a stretch <laughs> true story that's like a bad joke that, that that's it's a real, bad though, joke that becomes a good joke because it's so bad that's a for real story so. i'll ask him to take a picture Oh my I'll gosh. share it with you. Mm-hmm. I love bad tattoos. Why? Because they're just hilarious. Tattoos are a lifestyle. But they also give me anxiety. They <laughs> certainly are. <laughs> they're a lifestyle. You kind of get sucked into the being like the tattooed person. Yeah. And then... Did you ever see that reality show that's about... Bad tattoos? No, tattoo designers. They're competing. Oh, yeah. I love it. Okay. But a lot of the ones that the people get from these people are not... Oh, they're so bad. Do you think that the people regret it? Going on this show and agreeing to let this dope... Yes. I mean, but I'm somebody who is... If things aren't... I'm a perfectionist. So, I, I mean, I'm covered in tattoos. And the ones that I have where they're not perfect, like, I had insane anxiety about them for weeks before it just, I was like, oh, well. Yeah, you do have to make peace with it, I guess. You have to make peace with it. Like, I had some parts that, just some lines that weren't as smooth, and I'm just like, holy crap, that's on me for forever. And then sometimes (laughs) I look down and I'm like, oh no, what did I do? What's the worst (laughs) tattoo you ever got? Or no, you ever saw, not that you ever got. Okay, I mean, I have a story for the worst one I ever oh, got what? that I got covered up. Me too. What? Uh, so on my arm, I had, I was living in England. I was 17 at the time. 
And I was like, I'm totally going out and getting a tattoo. So I found the closest tattoo shop, went in, and I drew... I was, like, super into the rockabilly lifestyle at this oh time. Oh, Lord, you're oh, yeah. so weird. I, like, dressed like a 1950s girl and everything, mostly because I thought the guys were super hot like that. Uh, so, yeah, so I got <laughs> two cherries with a banner, like a little, you know... I think I've seen it. You probably did. Did I know you in it? You had it? It rings I a bell. So. Maybe I saw a picture. And it was just the outline, and I wanted my family's initials in it. So Sarah, Sally, and Jordan, and Luke. So on the top of the banner, it said SS. On the bottom, it said JL. And I had about five or six people ask me if I was in any way affiliated with the Nazi party because <laughs> I had SS tattooed on me. And after number five or six, I said, we got to cover this up because oh I don't want anybody thinking that. But also, the part that was really crappy was <laughs> that she didn't tell me, the woman who did this didn't tell me, it was her first tattoo on a human ever. No. It sucked. <laughs> it, was, it was exactly what you'd expect from somebody's first tattoo on human flesh. Whoa. No, Did you pretend like it was good when she was like, here it is? I felt those instant feelings of regret. When oh, I saw that no. like the cherries like, came to a point, there's no right angle on a, that piece of fruit. <laughs> so, <laughs> I had to cover it up. But now there's Do you have blackboard. other cherries? I feel like you have yeah, cherries. Okay. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, because I was like, like rockabilly it out when I was, you know, okay. like all of that kind of. Yeah, and I remember right. asking you because I thought, didn't you remember? I said, didn't you ever think you'd regret it? Cause yeah, probably. It limits your job options and stuff. Maybe less so now, but you were like, by the time that's a problem, it'll be so easy to remove. Yeah, I tattoos. still think that. Yeah, do I you think? Do you think you'll ever get rid of them? Um, no. I think the only thing I regret, I don't regret having them, is I, I think that tattoos have come so far now. They're so beautiful. I really wish I got all black and white, and I Why? wish I got more. Like uh, geometric designs instead of actual images. Like the stuff that's out now wasn't even an option when I was getting tattooed. Like my tattoos are about 10 plus years old. How much? 29? More. T 14 years old. I got a lot of them when I was like 15, 16, that's horrible. 17. Your mother. Well, Sally, see, this is the problem. Talk. And she <laughs> told me. That I can get my first tattoo when I graduated high school. Oh, that and was And I graduated old... high school early. Yeah, you got a bit of a so, break on that. So she was like, God damn it. I did say <laughs> that. And so she had to sign the permission slip for me to get my first tattoo. Which was what? Well, the first one she knew about was one on my lower back. That's right, <laughs> tramp stamp. That says love conquers all in Latin. That's nice. Yeah. At least you had good taste. Yeah. Unlike no. me. What? Tell me about yours. <laughs> my whole body is like a, it's like in memoriam to, <laughs> to like uh, my innocence. Well, my first one was on Road Rules Australia and it was a butterfly, which is cliche, but I like it and it doesn't bother is me. Is it on your ankle or something? Where is it? It's on my lower back oh, too. Oh, your lower back. Oh, and yeah, it is, it's very feminine and pretty and I like the colors, so it's okay. But it is cliche, so I don't like that. Yeah. Then the Chinese symbol, total cliche, <laughs> which I did you have. Just, it's so obvious you got tattooed in like yeah, the late when I was 90s, young. early yeah. 2000s. And like the uh, my fellow uh, graduate person who's Chinese, I was like, what's this say? You know, just to check. Because, yeah. I mean, I already had it, but she said heaven, which oh, is good. what I thought it good. said. Good. But who knows? What if she said something like the space above the clouds or like <laughs> the or area like in the sky. stupid round eye, which is <laughs> would have been just as, you know, reasonable. Then I got the initials of my, my husband at the time, who is no longer my husband, on like my very private area. <laughs> it's just like, uh, I might as well just get a dolphin oh. and call it a day. <laughs> I mean, that's, and I love, like, I love your tattoos. I really love great tattoos, but boy, am I bad at picking them. I covered it up with an orchid that's I do enjoy. But. That's beautiful. I really do like that, that one that you have now. Yeah. Well, I have two guns pointing at my... Yeah, you do. Lady parts. You don't mind on, those, right? I, 
I don't mind them now, but I'm going to mind them when I have a five-year-old little girl who's like, Mommy, what are those? And I'm like, regret (laughs) and bad mistakes, honey. That's what those are. (laughs) No, I mean, I think they look good. Yeah, but it's like, who gets that? Who, like, how, (laughs) what the hell was I thinking when I was like, I know, I want this. Well, I think they look good at least. And they match your hubby. Not the guns, but, yeah. He's covered in tattoos. Yeah, your arms are like symmetrical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We match like a matching set. We do need also, before we go, I meant to do this at the beginning, to thank, shout out to Laura, who donated to the Brain Candy Podcast. That people, she donated, because it's not free to do this for us. We have to get sound equipment and all that kind of stuff and make it awesome for you. And yeah. So in her, like in the subject line, it was like, I think that it asks the reason on PayPal. Why are you giving this money? And it just said best podcast ever. Oh, thank you so much. Well, she'll be getting a thank you card handwritten from me. Yes. And our undying love. And our, oh, that is already in, already in the bank. She can. Also, I wanted to have people go to Manmade Soul Designs, which is your jewelry and like lifestyle. Yes. Store. I just launched <clears throat> my online boutique. Yeah. That has wonderful jewelry and home goods, all handcrafted and handmade. I like and that you might be curating like vintage stuff. Yeah. Too. So I was, I happen to live right near the Long Beach Antique Mart that's yeah. one of the best, and I find so many awesome Treasures. gems there. Yeah, like I just found, which I thought, oh, who wouldn't love these prints of antique uh, pages from um, old ma- uh, maps of space? What the heck do you call those? Astronomical maps. That's cool. So they're old astronomy maps from like the early 1900s. That's really nice. And I thought those would look so beautiful framed and yeah. what a cool piece of history to, especially with the science that's always changing. Yeah. I think that's fun to look back at. And you have a good eye. So I think that's a great idea to do. Yeah. So people should check out that man-made soul designs. I have a show out called FM in the AM. If you go to FM in the AM TV, you can, especially if you're into like Pinteresty stuff, it's a lot of bloggers that come on and I talk to them and they do like DIY and you did the coolest DIY project for bookends. Yeah. That I just, everybody has to check it out. If it was you, dollar store stuff oh, too. Dollar store stuff that looks like it could be sold in Z gallery. Yeah. It's really cute. Really cool. So check that out if you're so inclined. And you're hilarious on there. <laughs> I think it's just people that know me think I am because you can like read between the lines. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you're, what you're really saying. But I really hope people enjoy the show because it sure is fun to make. And please, why why is no one following me on Pinterest? I just got on there. On but, Pinterest? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. You got to work for followers on there. Tell me how. You just got to pin a whole bunch of stuff. But then how do they find labels. me? Uh... Jeez, I don't know. I think maybe it comes up in their suggestions of who to... Oh, okay. Um, but we'll that one's a harder one to find people on. I it's know. It's like what you... But you know what's cool is is you can really... I think you could tell a lot about a person from about their lifestyle yes. from their Pinterest. Yeah. We could... Well, you know who's the queen of that who might be listening is Katie Cooley from our shows. Oh, yeah. I mean, she... She used to like throw plungers on people's bed on the challenge and get wasted, but now she's a she mom. is she's so pin- domestic. Pinning. Her whole house looks like a Pinterest it board. It looks beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she There's takes so a lot of pride in it. On that. I love all of the organizational tips and tricks yes. that you can find on Pinterest yeah. and recipes. And now Adam, my husband's getting on it. My husband's on there too. He's found like really, I used to think it was just like a woman fest. Mm -hmm. It's not. It's just what you search. Right. It totally is what you search because (laughs) my husband has one where he pins, like he is really into men's fashion and suits because he wears a suit every day for work and they have some amazing, you know, men's fashion and stuff like that. Yeah, it's good. Okay. Anything else before we go? Oh. Episode six, lifestyles in the can. I know. I hate, I hate parting. (laughs) I just want to talk all day long. I know. Adam's like, do you guys want to do two episodes? And I'm like, we would, except for it's hot as balls in our studio. for a heat wave. It was 104 degrees where I was yesterday. That's ungodly. (sighs) I liked watching all those Emmy people like sweating their balls off. That was pretty good. I liked the Emmys, but. 
Yeah, but we can't talk about that because it's not evergreen. No, you're right. Okay. <laughs> uh, all right, so tune in next week. We will have more shenanigans. And would you, what I would love to hear from you on Instagram or Twitter, Facebook, is what you want us to talk about. Because you guys are always like, when's the next episode? Well, we will bring one to you every week, but you just have to tell us what you want to hear. And uh, if you have any trivia for me or for <laughs> yeah, Susie. Yeah, because I'm going to nail you next week. I know. Be like, I can't believe you didn't get that. Okay, I'm going to put, I'm going to ask the <laughs> listeners a trivia question. It's the hardest. Don't you dare Google it. Don't Google it. Do you have any, you any genuine organic answers? So my question to you, this is my favorite trivia question. That's the hardest trivia question ever. What is the technical term for a blood pressure cuff? Why would anyone know It's that? the best word on the planet. It's my favorite They're going word. to Google it. I know they are, but I'm hoping this... Well, we can see who's listening. <laughs> That's true. At least we will see that. Yeah. So what is the technical term for the little cuff that they put on you and then you take your blood pressure? It has okay. the funniest name ever. Tune in next week for the answer to Tune that. Tune in next week for the answer. We Thanks love you guys. Listening. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoy our chats every week. Bye. 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 Bye